Sota Dav Gimel, we last started Masechet Sota, and we ended off yesterday's Dav discussing what is the language of Kinui, Resh Lakish holds, it's something that causes friction between her and other people. Rav Yemar Barabi Shalmaya, in the name of Abaye, said it is something that makes friction between both of them. And then we saw Rav Nahman Ba'itzhak saying that Kinui means warning. And with that, we're going to start Gimel Amud Aleph, four lines in at the end of the line where it says Tanya, Hayar Abim Meir Omer. Abim Meir used to say, Ober, Avera Baseter Vakos Baruchu Machriz Alav Bagalui. When a person sins in private, Hashem will announce it in in public, meaning Hashem will make it uncovered and revealed. Shneimar the abar alav ruach the the ruach the the wind of of jealousy will come on him, and he's going to warn his wife. And whenever we see the word ve'avar, avera, it's a language of calling out, announcing. Shneimar ve'tzav Moshe ve'abiru kol b'machane. Moshe commanded, and they sent out a, a, the word, the voice in the camp. Rish Lakish amar en adam osa avera elam kinechnas boruch shetut. Rish Lakish says a person doesn't sin unless the spirit of foolishness goes into him. Shneimar ish ish kitiste ishto. A man, a man who his wife uh, moves away, it says to stay with the sin and not with the samach. So we're doresh that uh, familiarly from the language of uh, make believe it's a shin and tishte, and language of shtut, the, the foolishness. They taught. Why did Torah believe one Eid when it comes to the Sotah? Because there's a feat for this thing, meaning there's substantial evidence. Because he, because he warned her, and yet she secluded herself with the person. And now on top of that, you have one witness who's saying that she's Tameh. So how do you know that one witness is not believed unless there was a warning before? When we wrote the warning, it's written after the stira, the seclusion, and the tumah. First it says, then it says, it sounds like that one witness is believed even if the husband didn't uh, give her the warning first. So he explains to him, now, what's ve'avar mean? It already happened. This ruach of kin'ah already happened, meaning he already gave her the warning. So the Gemara says, okay, when it says, if you want to say that ve'avar is the shon of avar in past tense, well, ve'avar lachem kol halutz ha'chinami, when the Pasuk says, that every uh, person, uh, every person should go out to the army. You want to say that also that that's a language of past tense. The question is no. Over there, by Bnei Gad, Bnei Reuven, saying who's going out to the army. Over there, it says when we capture the land, then you come back home. The word Vetashuvu sounds like in the future. Ela, you have to explain. Over here, if you want to take it as is where it's uh, going into the future, then after, if there was already a tum'ah and already the astira, there was already seclusion, then what do I need? A warning.
obviously you have to use common sense and say that the warning happened before. And Tana Deber Bishmael, Ruach. A person doesn't warn his wife, a person doesn't become jealous unless something goes into his body, unless some sort of spirit, some sort of wind goes into Shinimar. So, my Ruach, what's this Ruach that you talk of? So, Rabbanan Amre Ruach Tum'ah. The Satan wants to make him sin, and he wants to uh, he wants a fight between husband and wife. There's a ruach uh, of, of purity. A person hates peritzud, and that's why he's jealous. And it makes sense to say, like the one who says, it's a ruach of tahara. The A person jealous of his wife. Reshut, meaning it's optional. The verb Ishmael. You know, it's it's an obligation. Meaning, if he suspects his wife of doing a sin, then he has to take care of that. Now, okay, if you tell me it's a ruh of tahara, he wants to do better, great. If you want, you want to tell me that something bad went into his brain, is it, uh, is it, is it optional or obligation to put a ruah of, 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 of tum'ah into a person's body? Obviously, we're talking about ruah tahara. Gufa. Let's go back into something we learned before in the Brayta. Vekinet ishto reshut holds a person has the option of being jealous for his wife. Rabbi Akiva Omar Chova. And Rabbi Akiva says it's an obligation. Same mahluket in regards to Kohanim. It says, La yitama. He should become a tamay to his sister. Reshut, Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel says it's optional if he wants to become tamay for his sister. When his sister passes away, does he want to marry her or not? Rabbi Shmuel says optional. Rabbi Akiva Omer Chova. He has a mitzvah. He has an obligation to take care of his sister. And same thing with an Ivid Kenani. The pasuk says the olam bahem taavod. We have to work with them forever. Reshut, Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Akiva Omer Chova. Rabbi Akiva says it's an obligation. So now the Gemara asks, Amadav Papa Labaye ve'Amidlarav Mishashiyale Rava. Lema, it sounds like Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Akiva v'Chol Torah Kula Hachipli. It sounds like this is the Machloket in the in the entire Torah. The more Amar Eshut, the more Amar Chova. Rabbi Shmuel holds optional. Rabbi Akiva holds its obligation. Amar Le, Sabe explains Hacha b'Kareipli. Over here, the Machloket is in regard to Psukim. The pasuk says. Again, optional, obligation. What's Rabbi Shmael's reason? Because he holds like the following after or since the Torah said, cause hatred between you and your brother. Maybe in this type of situation, a person has a mitzvah to control himself. A person has a, a wind or spirit of jealousy and he warns his wife, meaning he has the option to do it. And therefore, you, you can't learn that he has to, since there's a, a, there's a mitzvah not to hate or cause hate between you and your brother. But on the other hand, he's allowed to if he wants to. Rabbi Akiva, I'll tell you that Kinui Aharinakitiv. It says the word Vekinet Ishtov Hilunitma. It says it two times. Why two times? It's a, rather it's a it's an obligation. Okay, Rabbi Shmael, I did. Why does it say two times? 
I did the Ba'ele Mikhtav since the Pasuk has to say Vehinitma'a, Vihilonitma'a to tell me if she became Tameh or not, and we're not sure. Ketiv Nami Vekinet Ishtosur also says the, the warning. And uh, again, it's all uh, because of the Tana Deber Ishmael, like Rabbi Ishmael explained, the Tana Deber Rabbi Ishmael, Kol Parasha Shinimra Venishnet, any Parasha that was said and repeated, Lon Nishnet, the only reason it was repeated, just for the Hidush part of it, meaning it's not coming to add something, rather just coming to stress what it was, uh, what was added before. So that's why Rabbi Ishmael holds when it says, it's not coming to me that it's an obligation, because I need it for... Vehi lonitma'a, the way we explained. That you don't have any sur of lotis na'chicha you still have the option of uh, of uh, warning if he wants to. So next, we saw that Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Ishmael argued on three things. The first one was Vekinet Ishto. The second one is in regards to a Kohen's sister. It says Lahitama. So Lahitama reshut Rabbi Ishmael. Rabbi Akiva Omer Hova. So again, Rabbi Ishmael optional. Rabbi Akiva holds it's an obligation for a Kohen to uh, become Tamit Hezraltos. My Talmud Rabbi Shemael, what's Rabbi Shemael's reason? Because I did the Khtiv, because the Pasuk says, Emor lekohanim b'nei Aron ve'amata lehem, l'nefesh lo itama be'amav, go tell Aron's children, the Kohanim, that they're not allowed to become Tamit to their people. It's Rikhal Mikhtav la'itama. So you need to say la'itama, that the Kohen has the option of becoming Tameh to his uh, relatives. He learns that a Kohen is allowed to become Tameh to his relatives. It says, He's allowed to become Tameh to relatives. That's where he learns it from. So why does he need another Pasuk where it says, It's coming to me that's an obligation. Okay, what does he do with the word Lahitama? So he'll tell you, Lahitama, ve'en mitame le'varea. He's tamet to her when she's complete, but not if she was broken uh, into pieces. Meaning, let's say uh, she was a diabetic whose leg was cut off. He does not become tamet to her. Okay, according to Biakiva, imken, he learns it from the fact that she just say la. And then I understand she has to be complete. Yitama lamali. Do I need that extra word yitama? Shmami, let's come and tell me that the Kohen has an obligation to become Tamit to his relatives. Verbi Shmael, what's he going to do with that extra word yitama? So he'll tell you, I did a chatav la katav nami yitama. Since it's a la, it also just added the word yitama. Like they explained it, Tanah Deber Ishmael, Kol Pasha Shemra Venishnet, Lo Nishnet Ela Bishvil Davashin Tchadesh. By any parasha that was said and repeated, it was only repeated to stress the chidush. That was it. No other reason. We're not trying to add anything else. Now, in regards to the third machloka between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shmael, the Olam Bahim Ta'avodu, it says you have to work with these Avadim Kananim forever. Reshut Rabbi Shmael, it's optional. Rabbi Akiva Omer Chovana, you have to work with them forever. You're never allowed to free this guy. So, my Tamad Rabbi Shmael, what's Rabbi Shmael's reason? Where he gives you the option to uh, let him go. So, he'll tell you, I did Ikhtiv Lot Neshama. It says by the seven Amim, the Hitiyah, Morik, and Ani, etc. It says you're not allowed, to, not allowed to have even one of them left. Not, you can't even leave one Neshama. 
you have to kill them all. It has to say, you have to work with them forever. It's coming to tell you that if some guy from some other country, from Europe, from Asia, from Africa, who was with a Canaanite, you're not allowed to leave that, and uh, they had a child, you're allowed to buy it as a slave. You don't have to kill it. And the Hidush is by the seven uh, umot, we go by the father, we're not going to go after the mother. How do we know that if uh, some goy from some other country was with a Canaanite, one of the seven uh, nations of Israel, that, and they had a child, it, go, uh, it goes after the father, and you're allowed to buy him as an Ayyavid, you don't have to kill it. From the children of those who live in that country, you're allowed to buy as slaves. Maybe it's coming to tell me that if a Kenani man was with a woman from a different country, maybe I'm allowed to buy it as an Ayyavid also. Meaning, whichever was born in, in your country, and it's Israel. Meaning, it's Davka, if the father is born in a different country, then you're allowed to. And not those who live there, meaning, if, it, if the father is from the Kenanim, that's Asur. Now, he's telling you it's a Hovah to work with them forever. He learns it from, you're allowed to buy them. Why do need the word that you have to work them forever and you're not allowed to free them? What does he do with Bahim? Bahim, it's coming to tell me that with a Goy slave, the Ayyavid Kenani, you're allowed to work forever, but you're not allowed to do that with uh, with the Ayyavid Ivory. Meaning, Ayyavid Ivory cannot do the same jobs as Ayyavid Kenani. You have to treat them with a little bit more respect. Where did he learn that? He learns that whole that you can't work the same way that Ayyavid Kenani. They treat him with a little bit more respect. He learns from the end of Pasuk because it says, brother to brother, you shouldn't work with him with extra hard work. What does he do with that? I did it Since it says it also says And again, the same thing. Like Rabbi Shmuel said before, any parasha that was said and repeated, it was only repeated for the Hidush and not to add anything. It's just to stress the Hidush. And Amar of Hasda, Zenuta bebeta kikaria l'shum shema. Znut in the house destroys the house like worms destroy sesame. The Amarav Hasda tukfa bebeta anger in the house is kikariyada shum shema. It's like uh, worms with sesame and idi veidi beiteta. And again, both we're talking about when the woman is mezana when the woman gets angry. If the man gets angry, if the man does not, it's not, it's not, not a big deal. It doesn't destroy the house. Also explains that before Bnei Israel did Arayot, the Shekhinah was with each family in their house. In their house, once Bnei Israel did Arayot, if Hashem sees something bad, he's going to move away from you. 
אמר רבי שמואל בן נחמני אמר רבי יונתן כל העושה מצווה אחת בעולם הזה anyone who does one mitzvah in this world מקדמתו והולכת לפניו לעולם הבא in the next world it's gonna go that mitzvah is gonna go ahead of him שנאמר והלך לפניך צדקך יר צדק will go in front of you וכל העובר עבירה אחת בעולם הזה anyone who does עבירה עביר מלפפתו it goes around you והולכת לפניו לא מדהים it goes in front of you when the judgment day comes שנאמר ילפתו אורחות דרכם יעלו בתוהו ויאבדו ילפתו means it goes around around the person and they get lost רבי אליעזר אומר, קשורה בו ככלב, this עבירה attaches to a person like a dog, שנאמר, it says by יוסף and the wife of Potiphar, ולא שמע אליה לשכב אצלה להיות עימה, he didn't listen to her to, to, to rest next to her and to be with her, לשכב אצלה, to rest with her בעולם הזה, in this world, why? so he doesn't have to end up להיות עימה, to be with her, לעולם הבא. And Tenanatam, we learned in, uh, later on in, the, uh, in Masechet, Shaya Badin, would, you would have a Kavahomer, and you would say that one Aed should not be believed. When he gives you the original warning, you need two, otherwise, uh, otherwise it doesn't work. And it, that original warning doesn't make us forever. It just tells you, don't seclude yourself with that person. That last uh, testimony where it's going to make her assert her husband forever. All the more so you should need to. That's why it says she doesn't have a witness. Meaning whatever there is, even if there's one witness, is believed. Now I could say to the original warning. From now, watch. If the last uh, t- uh, testimony, the last uh, warning, or the, that uh, told her not to seclude herself, and she secluded herself, all you need is one aid. I mean, if she was tame, all you need is one aid. So, and that's what makes that makes her through forever. I do tarishona when he gives her the original warning to say whatever it is shen osata israel. I mean, it doesn't make her through forever. It just gives her warning: don't be with this guy. And all the more so, it, it all, you should only need one witness. Meaning, when she's asur and she's not allowed to be with her husband anymore, all you need is one. So originally, you should also need one. There's a kavah homer, but it's not true. Tamud loma. That's why you need the pasuk to say ki ba tavar. It says that he found something disgusting in her. Davar, two or three witnesses, something will stand. So you see, davar davar. It's very important for all of Rashad's. The same way any other testimony is done by two or three people, same thing, the Davar, when he finds Arva Tavar in her and he gives her the original warning, you need two. Now the problem is, Wait a second, you're learning this, that you need two for the original uh, warning, you need two from Matzah Ba'arva Tavar? That's not true. Mibah nafka. The pasuk says ve'ed en ba ba ve'lo bekinui ba ve'lo bestira mibale. You need the word ba to tell me that one witness works only for the tumah, but not for the kinui and the stira, not for the warning and the seclusion. So the Gemara explains. Again, we're saying the same thing. Tamud lo mar ba ba ve'lo kinui ba ve'lo bestira. 
Yes, in general, you need two for the kinoi, but not the stira and tum'ah. You're right. So how do we know in general that if if if, if, if someone saw a tum'ah, a, a man and a woman who's married were together, he just saw that there was no kinu, no stira, how do you know that you need two for that? One doesn't work. Neymar Khan. The same way, the same way by any other testimony you need two. Afghan, same thing by Irva, you need Aidim Shnaim, you need two witnesses. And that's only if there was no warning before. But if there was a warning, then even one's good enough. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam, Amen, Ve'amen.